Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Hey, it's another edition of Simply Financial. Walter Storholt here with Kevin Ray. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about income gaps, the different types of income gaps that you might encounter in retirement and how to navigate through those issues, plus much more on the agenda today. Kevin is your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you all throughout the Tri-City area, born and raised in Pinconning. That's where the office is today. And you can also uh, check out Kevin's book, Navigating Through Retirement. Kevin's the co-author of that book. He has about three decades of experience in the financial planning world. Kevin, good to be with you this week as we are closing out the chapter of September this wow. weekend and moving on to October. Can you believe it? It went really quick, didn't it? And and, yeah. and the change of the calendar must mean you're also hitting the road. I am. So you, you said we're going to talk about income gaps. I thought we we're going to talk about fishing because tomorrow <laughs> I'm, I'm on a plane to Montana to go fishing. So I'm all excited, Walter. So if I get to sound excited today, that's why. So yeah. I love it. Well, best of luck on the trip. I hope it is successful and restful and uh, a great time for you and the guys out there. So uh, Well, you'll know um, that I will send you pictures. I know. I know if it's, yeah, if, uh, I know if it's a good week each year if I'm, getting, if I'm getting some nice pictures from Kevin throughout yeah. the week. If it's a quiet week, then I'm like, uh-oh, yeah. Yeah. not sharing much that's not good <laughs> and it, it, it's funny we talked about this last week but keith from arkansas he follows my fishing trip so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to post some pictures on maybe insight folio so you can look at it there you go that's right yep. we are we're, we're nationwide now on simply financial <laughs> even though we we we, we, we emanate from pin conning, pin conning uh, we, yes. we've got listeners all over now yeah, so that's funny we need to we need to see if we can get somebody from like thailand or something like that or even canada right i'm sure we've got a canadian listener maybe across the border up there just to let us know you're listening, that way we can call the show international, something like that. Well, you know, it's funny you say that. I do have a client that lives in France. So, Oh, is that right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Let's pretend they listen to the episodes, and then there you go. We're, yeah. we're international, just yeah. like that. Awesome. Well, uh, good luck on your trip, my friend, and I look forward to hearing about it uh, in the coming weeks. Can't wait. Uh, in the meantime, let's talk about these income gaps and how we can solve for this, uh, these various problems in retirement. This is the big deal here. I mean, everybody's going to face some of these gaps in retirement. This is what the planning process is all about. I need this to live, and I don't have it right now, so how am I going to make up that gap when I'm done working um, and some of these other little issues that pop in there? So uh, we've got five specific gaps that we're going to talk about today. The first one is the most straightforward and basic, Kevin, but it's really the crux of the retirement planning problem, and that would be the paycheck gap. We're, we're not working anymore, so how are we going to fix that? Well, that's what everybody wants to know when they come into the office. Almost everybody, I should say. So what are we talking about the paycheck gap, Walter? You're working at a company one day and the next day you're not, right? So paycheck stop. But your Social Security is not enough, or maybe you got a pension, it's not enough income for what you need to do going through retirement. So that's the gap. You have $3,000 coming in, but you need $5,000. So that $2,000 gap, and that's critical in the planning process. That's what we, we're going to figure out if you come into my office. That's one of the things. How do we fill that gap? We call it shortfall. So shortfall is what you're missing. 
it's where you it's where you're at now but where you want to be that shortfall how do we take care of that well we're going to do it a, a couple of ways here we're going to figure out first what is your retirement number what rate of return do you need to earn on your investments going forward so you don't run out of money based on that number is going to give us a direction on what type of investments are going to fit you best so let, let's just say, Walter, you have a you need to average three percent on your money going forward from here to age ninety five. Well, that's pretty easy. You can go down to the bank and get a five percent guarantee today, um, so we don't have to take as much risk. But on the other hand, if you need to average eight percent every year for the next twenty or thirty years, the conversation is going to be, you know, that gap is just too big. We can't we can't cross it. You're going to have to work longer, save more. Something's got to change. So let's the first thing is let's figure that out. What how do we fill that? gap? Gap. What investments will work and what investments will not? What's ones in your best interest and will get you to and through retirement? So that's one of the first things we look at on our simplicity planning process, Walter. We call it shortfall. We got to fill that shortfall because if we don't fill that shortfall, you're going to be in trouble somewhere down the road and you're going to be going back to work part time and more than likely at some job that you don't like. So don't go into retirement without figuring out how you fill that shortfall, how you're going to fill that paycheck gap, as we're calling it here. That's critical. That that has to be figured out before you go into retirement. So sit down, take the time, and, and figure that out and get educated on what investments are going to work for you going through retirement so you don't have that problem. All right, that's the skinny on just one of the gaps, one of the income gaps you've got to solve for in retirement. What about Social Security, or we can maybe lump the uh, Medicare uh, solution into this as well. What about those gaps? Well, it's more and more uh, prevalent that people are coming in, they're going to retire before 62. So if you're retiring, let's say 58, we just had a couple in the other week, they're, they want to retire at 58. Well, there's four years that, that that's the gap before they can take Social Security at a reduced benefit at age 62. So how do we plan for that income? If you're under 59 and a half, that can be tricky. And the reason is because if you have money enough in a IRA, you have to be 59 and a half to take it out without a penalty from Uncle Sam. On the other hand, if you have a 401k and you retired after age 55, we can use that 401k to maybe bridge that gap until you get over 59 and a half certain way. So we do a lot of that type of planning there. And then the Medicare gap. So if you're retiring at 58, just like we talked about, uh, what are you going to do for health insurance? A lot of companies, after you retire, do not give you health insurance. So we need to get you from age 58, in this case, to 65, because once you get 65, Medicare is going to be your primary insurance. So how much is that going to cost you? Do you have pre-existing conditions? Do we, you know, can we go on the exchange, the healthcare exchange and get it? Or is it better to go someplace else and, and buy private insurance? And the big thing here is it's going to be it's going to be a cost. So that's got to be factored in on top of your everyday income needs. We need to get you there because if you have one medical mishap and you end up into the hospital, it could be hundreds of thousands of dollars and that could destroy your retirement. So there again, we have to figure out we have to get you insurance. We have to figure out, you know, the best way to get it income wise. Maybe, you know, there's there's some planning that can be done there to keep your your premiums down, all those types of things come into play, but how do you do it? You sit down and you don't go into retirement. You don't pull the trigger until you figure those things out because those can be very costly. Great points on that one, Kevin. So we've got the paycheck gap, Social Security and Medicare gap. What about the inflation gap? Is this something that's even more concerning given the past couple of uh, years now? Oh, exactly. So the inflation gap, Walter, I went into Myers the other day. I filled up my truck there and then I got groceries. It was $260. 
And I didn't get that many groceries, yeah, by the way. It's, you're not even filling up a cart for that, it feels like, a lot no, of these I'm, days. No, you're not anymore. So that's what we're talking about. The cost of living in these last, since COVID, has really, really, you know, bounced up there. So, you know, remember there for a while, Walter, do you like chicken wings? Um, that's Buff- my favorite food. You should right. know that, yes. So how much were you paying pre-COVID? Uh, I felt like I could get a nice dozen, either eight or dozen wings for five bucks at the grocery store, yeah. maybe something like that. And some days on, on even better sales than that. How much at the top? Gosh, I don't know. I don't know what, what it was. I stopped buying them. Yeah, because they got too expensive, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So, you know, if you love chicken wings, you know, the, the, that's just an example. So how do yeah. we plan for that, right? Well, in our simplicity planning process, we, we have cost of living adjustment in there. And that's what we're talking about. We need to increase income every single year to keep pace with inflation now the last two years you know historically inflation has been around three percent depending on who you listen to i know they take groceries out and and fuel and those types of things but three percent prior to the uh pandemic used to be a good number to go by but maybe it's more now because the cost of living is really one up if you don't factor in inflation into your income planning, let's say you've, you're retiring this year and you're living comfortably on $50,000 a year, I can guarantee you you're not going to be living that comfortably 10 years from now on $50,000 just simply because the cost of, of living is getting more and more expensive. Um, and with all the things that are going on in life, you don't want to, like I say, you don't want to go back to work part-time someplace that you're not going to like for the next 10 or 15 years. Your plan has to factor in inflation. If it doesn't, you're going to run into trouble somewhere down the road. And how, what does that trouble look like? Well, typically, like I said, you're living good on $50,000 a year, and you think you can do that for the next 20 years. So your plan is to take 50000 you know, live on $50,000 a year for the next 10 or 20 years. But five years down the road, it's not enough. So what are you going to do? Well, I need more. Now I need 60000 Well, where's that additional $10,000 going to come from? It's going to come from your savings. So we're going to maybe deplete that savings a whole lot quicker than what you originally planned on. That's why planning for inflation is critical into your plan. Don't get up. If your plan doesn't incorporate that, you need to sit down and talk to somebody that does incorporate inflation into that plan. Just for the reasons we're saying now, chicken wings just got crazy expensive in a matter of a year. Uh, Just think what else is coming down the pike that we don't know about. It's always the unforeseen, unknowable events that really impact us. And there's going to be many more going into retirement, getting through retirement that we haven't even thought of. So that's why planning for inflation is going to be critical going into retirement. I remember when the local chicken wing joint started selling um, like buffalo thighs because they were cheaper than the wings. And so they were trying to say, all right, if you can't afford the wings anymore, we're doing thighs up. So that kind of became a new product. So that was kind of interesting. Yeah, and that's just one little example, right? I yeah, mean, you just can think one of example. Many. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm looking online right now, and they've got, uh, oh, I don't know, I'm finding a, this is like four, a 14 to 17 pack of wings for 17 bucks. So about a dollar a wing seems to be about the about yeah. the cost. And it used to be a dollar a wing at the restaurants. Now that's often a lot higher. I notice when I go to certain restaurants on the appetizer list, it's like you can get six wings for $13, $14. It's like, oh my gosh, $2 a wing is getting insane. Yep, so, and, and there's smaller chickens, it looks like too, right? I have noticed yeah. that too. The, the yeah. joints are getting a little smaller. What are they doing to these birds? They're getting yeah. smaller, Kevin. How's that happen too? Because yeah. I remember going- The, the birds I, aren't inflating. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the birds aren't inflating, but everything else is, yes. Uh, but yeah, it's good stuff. 
stuff. Yeah. All right, so that's inflation. Uh, certainly a gap we are well aware of now with how things have transpired the past few years, just the chicken wing being one example. What about long-term care? What kind of gap exists there? Well, that's the one that can really, really mess up your retirement. So let's say you're a married couple. I'm going to go through a scenario here, Walter. You're a married couple in the state of Michigan, and your spouse has some sort of health emergency where they need to go to the to the nursing home. So there's a formula that the state uses, and a lot of people aren't aware of this. So they say if you're a married couple, and I'm giving you round numbers, so they're not exact numbers, but they're saying if you're a married couple, you can keep 50% of your assets if you go to a nursing home. Now, that 50% sounded pretty good right up front, didn't it, Walter? Yeah, I'll take that. Yep, up to, here's the key, up to about $122,000. Okay, so, so, so let's cap. say, yeah, there's a cap. So let's say you get a half a million dollars. How much can your spouse keep? Oh, no, I wasn't ready for the math question. So you said 100, half, 100, half? 122, right? Yeah, 122, okay. So 50% is $250. See, you're, you're falling into that trap too, yeah, right? yeah. So they say you can keep 50% up to a maximum 122. So what happens from 500 down to 122? Well, you're gonna spend that down on nursing home costs and then you're gonna go through the Medicaid process and probably qualify that way. Don't do that. These can be planned for you know, well in front of, of something like that happening because if it's costing 90 to $100,000 a year, that's what it costs to go to a nursing home. If you, if you don't believe me, just pick up the phone and call any nursing home. They're gonna they're gonna give you the, about that figure. So think to yourself: if I have X amount of dollars and I got to spend ninety thousand dollars a year, all the way down to I get, I'm left with one hundred twenty two. How long before you run out of money? How long before you financially, you know, are, are starting to worry and fret? These things can be planned for. How do you plan for them? Well. You know, the long-term care insurance. Nobody likes to talk about that. This is the one insurance that's like your home insurance. It's either the best thing you ever bought or the worst thing you ever bought because you either use it or you don't. But you you insure your iPhone, you insure your car, your boat, your homes, but you don't insure your nest egg. And I, I, still, I still have problem with that when people don't want to go down there because the chance of something happening to you are pretty good. And if I ask, if we had 100 listeners call in, Walter, and I ask 100 of them, do you know somebody in a nursing home? How many do you think would say yes? Oh, uh, over half. Oh, maybe, I would, maybe way more than that. I would say almost all of them. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's the gap. It can, it can really deplete your assets very, very quickly in a short amount of time. And it's just that example I use. So plan for it. If you have an old life insurance policy with a lot of cash and there are some things you can do there with the new hybrid life insurance policies, you can transfer from one to the other and get now get a long-term care benefit on that policy that pays for at-home health care or assisted living or nursing home. Lots of things that you can do, but most people think it's never going to happen to them or they say, I'll hear this continuously. Something like that happens to me, I'm going to walk out in the woods and nobody's going to find me. Well, you're, you're assuming you can walk. If you have a massive stroke, you're not going to do that. So plan for those things. You don't want to take your spouse down with you. Plan for those things. Now, my own parents, I made sure they bought long-term care insurance because I didn't want to pick out the nursing home they went to. I wanted them to stay at home. So the policy they have, they stay at home. We can bring somebody in. Nobody wants to go to the nursing home. We all know that. Sit down, do the planning, look at the premiums, and see if you know if it's affordable for you or not, and then start that process. Please, please start the process and have that conversation. Again, the number to call to reach Kevin Ray and talk about that process specifically is 888-885-PLAN. That's all you have to do is call 888 888- 
885-PLAN. You can begin a conversation with Kevin, go through the details of your situation, and make sure that you're not falling short of some of these different income gaps that we're talking about on today's show. 888-885-PLAN, again, is that final number for you to call and start a conversation with Kevin. All right, last gap here, Kevin, to discuss is the widow's gap. And this kind of falls right in line with that long-term care conversation, doesn't it? Well, it does. The widow's gap, what are we talking about? Your spouse is gone, right? So, Or your loved one is gone. So if, if that happens, you automatically, if you're a married couple, you automatically lose one of your two Social Securities. You're going to keep the higher of the two, but you're still going to lose your, the lower one. So that's a gap. That's what we're talking about. So if let's say in this case it's $1,500 a month that you no longer have because your spouse passed on. Do you have enough assets to fill that gap to $1,500 a month so you can continue living the same lifestyle that you did? Well, that's where we can show, you know, we, we, do a, we do a lot of fun planning in our office like this. So I'll ask the, the, typically the women. The women typically live longer than us, right, Walter? On average, On a average, couple of right? years. Yep, yeah. yep. So I'll ask the women, you know, I'll, I'll say, you know, do, do you think your husband's going to live to 95? And they'll jokingly say, no, let's check him out at 82. You know, so <laughs> as, as a joke, we'll check him out at 82 and we'll look at that gap. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes jokes are uh, reveal the truth, don't they? <laughs> they reveal the truth, yes. Because there's a meaning why they come up with 82, right? That's um, right. It's, because uh, they know some specific, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, they know some history that I don't probably. But we can show that in that planning. All right, so if your husband is gone at age 82, are you going to be in trouble? And if you are going to be in trouble, how can we make adjustments now so to keep you out of trouble or, or at least get you keep you going you know, down the same path that you're going with the least amount of pain and stress that, that can be there? So there's going to be, when your spouse is gone, maybe you're going to lose a pension. Maybe you're, maybe you're going to lose their Social Security, and maybe you're only going to get 60% of their pension. You're missing 40%. So there are ways to plan for that. You know, life insurance will work. Maybe you save more on the side. There's lots of opportunities to look at, look at that down the road and makes you know put some kind of plans in place. So if that does happen early on in life, that you're you're taking care of. You're not you're not going to, you know. And again, this is a common thing. You're not going to have to go back to work part time at a job that you don't like. Just be, you're not going to be forced to do that. So let's sit down. Let's figure these things out. Let's get let's look at the gaps that could potentially bring you down in retirement that could potentially cause you stress and havoc in your retirement. You, you know, you worked your entire life, you're thinking your retirement's going to be a more joyful event. Let's make sure that it is. Let's not let's not wing it. Let's let's sit down, let's solve, let's look at these problems and let's fill those gaps that could potentially bring you down. So if that's you, don't procrastinate because None of us are walking out of the, none of us are, you know, are going to be here forever. We're all going to leave this, this earthly plane. So make sure you plan for those types of events just in case. The number to call to get in touch with Kevin Ray and start your financial plan is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. If you get the voicemail when you call in, don't hang up. Just leave a quick message. Kevin or the sensational Stacy will follow up with you and set up that time to chat. Your conversation might begin with a Zoom meeting uh, remotely if that's convenient for you. Or you can come on by the office and pin conning, say hello, and have a conversation one-on-one. Maybe you've got one simple question about retirement that sparks the process or Maybe you've got a whole list of questions and you want to go through the full planning process right off the bat. Wherever your starting point is, Kevin will help you figure out where you truly stand and how to get to where you need to be going forward. To have a conversation, just pick up the phone and give Kevin a call today. The number is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888 885 
888-888-7526 or go online to insightfolios.com. More to come on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. No need to complicate it. This is Simply Financial. Glad you're with us today on Simply Financial. Walter Storholt here with Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you all across the Tri-City area, base right in Pinconning. We're online at insightfolios.com. Go there and click the listen button. You can ask questions to Kevin via the website or listen to past episodes of the show and tap into other great financial education and information. That's insightfolios.com. You can also email Kevin. It's kevin at insightfolios.com, the address, kevin at insightfolios.com. Kevin's got about three decades of experience. He's the co-author of the book Navigating Through Retirement, and he's going to navigate us smartly through this next portion of the program. Uh, Kevin, many folks have a favorite game show that they enjoy. Unfortunately, some people have turned their retirement planning into a bit of a game show like feel. And that's not necessarily a good thing. So we're going to have a little bit of fun today by talking about some of our favorite game shows from the last couple of decades, but also um, maybe where we see these game shows actually happening in people's portfolios. So first of all, one of my all-time favorites, I mean, I think everybody, at least in my generation, grew up loving it when you were sick and home from school and you got to watch The Price is Right. It's still around today, obviously, without Bob Barker, but um, just such a great show for you know every kid growing up sick at home, and a lot of people still watch it to this day um, pretty religiously. And um, were you a Price is Right fan growing up, first of all? Yeah, you know, that's funny you said that when you were sick and was able to stay home from school. I do remember watching that because my mom watched it all the time. My grandmother watched it all the time. And you evidently you did when you were home, too. Yep, that's right. I, I heard somebody the other day saying it, too, that they were like, you're, you're not a millennial if you didn't enjoy staying home sick from school watching The Price is Right. And, no, so that was, and Bob Barker, right? Yeah, you know, Bob I Barker. think he's still alive, so he evidently that was good for his life. Even my dad. For, did he just know, retire or did he pass away? No, he retired. Oh, I he still did? Think okay. he, I still think he's in the, uh, you know, his his passion was, the, you know, the, the animals, right. and I think he's still in that. So. Yeah, you're right. He is uh, 98 years old right now. Where do you see people playing? Do we need to explain the prices right for folks? I mean, well, you, know, well, you guess prices of here, things, yeah. right? <laughs> we're guessing, right? We're stock picking. Yep. We're trying to time okay. the market. We're speculating, you know, whether the price is too high, too low, just like the price is right. Sound about right? Yeah. Uh, speculating yeah. on different prices. Now, we're doing yeah. it on like small commodities, like small you know, small amounts, like what's this thing of rice cost typically? Right. Although sometimes there's a car or a boat or something like that that you've got some, to factor in. in there. So we know that if stock picking, market timing, speculating doesn't work, we, we can, you can read till the end of time how, this, how these things don't work. So if you're hearing things like, you know, the stock may be overvalued or undervalued or maybe you want to avoid it, who do you think you're talking to, Walter, typically? That sounds like a broker. Right? Broker, right? Somebody yep. who's, who's in it to sell a product or help you buy a product. Right. And they're not necessarily, you know, doing a plan for you. They're trying to pick the stock that's right for you or the bond or whatever it happens to be. So the price is right. You know, we're, we're speculating. That's, you know, we're trying to time the market. We're trying to pick the stock at the exact same, the exact right spot. And most of the time we know that doesn't work. Of course, you know, once in a while it does work out on our right, on our favor. 
But The Price is Right is not for you, our typical listener, because we need a plan. We need a plan that's going to get you to and through retirement. And then if we find out we have what we call surplus, you have money left over, then maybe we start looking at some of the stocks, individual stocks, play money, I call it. You know, you want to you want to fool around a little bit of money here and there and see if you can, you know, time the market or, or do the prices right. I think that's the way to do it versus trying to do it with your entire portfolio. Let's figure out what you need to do and what's the minimum, you, you, you know, how are we going to get those investments generating income for you? And then if you have a surplus, I think that's okay to do something like that. All right, so if your retirement planning feels like a game of the price is right, that's a red flag and maybe time to change strategies a little bit. What if our retirement plan process feels like, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Remember that show? <laughs> I do. Jeff, Jeff Fox was there, right? Yeah, he was good yeah. on that. I've seen him a couple of times in concerts. He's a funny guy. But, he's, um, he's, he's, he's had a good shtick over the years, that's for sure, yeah. Walter, before you worked with all the advisors, or even when you're working with advisors, do you ever feel that's way over your head when, when you're sitting down doing the planning process? It could be about anything. It could be about your house because I know you're renovating your house a lot. It could be anything. Yeah, absolutely. There's been lots of things where I'm like, how can I ever wrap my head around you know this concept? Some, some come easier than others, but sometimes you're just like, man, I feel like I've had this explained to me 80 times, and I still don't quite fully understand it or feel comfortable with it. Right. You have to you have to have a good teacher in most cases, and you have to be educated in most cases. But there's a reason we call the show simply financial. And there's a reason when you come into our office, our plan, our, fi- our financial plan is called Simplicity Plan. Because we want to keep it simple. It's basically a three-page financial plan that we go into. And in that three-page, we're going to show you what your retirement number is, what your legacy is going to be possibly, what your income tax rate is, what your how much of your total investments are going to be taxable, 100% taxable versus just interest or dividends. All of those things, all of those things in three pages. And over and over and over, I get when people walk out. Oh, I understand it. I get it. This is the first time that I've come into somebody's office, and I wasn't handed a seventy-page plan that was so complicated. I, I finally, you know, got a three-page plan. It shows how my uh, income is going to be generated. It shows my legacy potential. It shows my, you know, how much of my portfolio is one hundred percent taxable, and going to give me some ideas on how to maybe change that. So, are you smarter than the fifth grader? That's what we're trying to do in our office. We're trying to make it simple and break it down so people understand it. Great points across the board, as always, Kevin. All right, so um, that's a good one to remember. What about who wants to be a millionaire? If my financial plan feels like that one, that sounds like a good thing, Kevin. Well, it does, theoretically, right? (laughs) Yeah. Wall Street has done a good job of telling us you can't retire comfortably unless you have a million dollars. Have you heard that? Sure. I mean, it's just an easy, nice, big number to sort of target, right? Yeah. So we take every every American, and we say everybody needs a million bucks. That's what they're telling us, isn't it? Uh, they start to feel that way a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it does, right? So what does that have to do with you, the listener, right? What if you have a pension? Well, that pension could make up a huge amount of your income. I have clients, Walter, who have six-figure pensions, over $100,000 a year. Wow. Do they need a million dollars? Probably not. Well, it'd be nice, but they probably don't need the million dollars if you didn't have the pension. I have clients who have well, a lot of rent. It goes back to the conversation earlier, right? You're planning for need, not want. So right, does that cover right. their needs? Yeah, probably gets gets pretty close to it. And that's exactly, you hit it on the head. Your needs are going to determine what you're going to need to be saved for dollars for retirement. 
What if you have lots of rental properties? I have a lot of clients who have rental properties, and that's a really good income. So it's sort of like a pension to them. They, there's some upkeep in there, but it provides an income where they don't need they don't even need their social security benefits. They don't need you know much in investment dollars. They just live off that that income that produces that. Walter, do you know anybody that uh, basically lives under social security? Let's say you have a husband and a wife, and they're really enjoying retirement. And they got some money saved, but you know they're they're just enjoying it, and they don't need that much extra money in the monthly income. Yeah, contentment. You know, folks yeah. who are just just happy with simplicity, yeah. and they, they just don't have a lot of those wants and needs for travel and crazy vacations and those kinds of things. So yeah, nice simple solutions. Yeah. So if you think you need a million dollars, that's good. Don't get me wrong. A million dollars would be nice. But how do you know if you need a million dollars? Well, it starts by sitting down and figuring out that retirement number. Maybe you do. Maybe you need $2 million because you're actually going to spend more. We don't know until you sit down and you, do, and you start that planning process. And then we'll tell you in that simplicity process we keep talking about. Then we'll tell you you have enough, you don't have enough. If you don't have enough, we're going to come up with a plan to get you there so you do have enough so you can retire and go into retirement. But just don't assume things. Like and I've said this earlier, don't assume. Let's solve what actually is going on with you in your plan and in your retirement, and let's know before you get into retirement what you have to do to get to and through retirement. Uh, last but not least, let's go to Family Feud. Uh-oh. Fun oh. show, but no, I don't think we want our financial plan going down this route, right? No, so the family feud, what did, what did you just envision when you said that? Well, uh, b- bickering over maybe like an inheritance, that kind of thing? Yes, typically. Or, you know, you get an inheritance and mom and dad made one of the children the beneficiary, depending on that child to dole it out to, to the rest of the children. And even though that child does the right thing, the other children are still suspicious, right? Because they weren't included on that, on those things. So in retirement, in a retirement estate plan, that's often what you end up with if you don't specify. You don't want a family feud. You want your your siblings to be your siblings. You don't want to be mad at your mom and dad when they're gone because you, you think they favored somebody more than the other. And the other thing that you know pops up too is, Walter, is a lot of people coming to our office don't have this. They need powers of attorney, financial and health powers of attorney. So let me give you an example. You get in an accident, uh, you're not married, and you don't have a power of attorney, and the family starts to fight. What do you think is going to happen? The state gets involved, I guess. Yeah, the state. Yeah, you go to court. Somebody's going to be appointed guardian, Uh, and that could go on for a long time. Who do we think of uh, the famous person who just got relinquished guardianship? Oh, well, there was the the Britney Spears thing, right? Britney Spears, right? For 14 years. You don't want to go down that road. You don't want to be caught in that scenario, so you want to name a health power of attorney and a financial power of attorney, somebody's going to handle your affairs if you're unable to do that. Don't wait. Don't procrastinate. Get these things in place because that's what could happen to you. You're going to have family members fighting. Maybe it doesn't go their way and then ends up in the court and then the court appoints somebody and you don't like that. And then the family members aren't talking to one another and this can go on for years and years and years and years. So don't go down that road. Get your you know, your documents in place, get the state plan in place, get your financial and health power of attorneys in place, document what you want to go to, whomever you want it to go to, and be clear about it. Don't, you know, don't be vague and don't think that one child is going to do the right thing because sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Don't go down that road, get your affairs in order. And we're talking about dying, right, Walter, or something bad happened to us like an accident. So make sure those things are in place before something does happen to us so we don't create that big family feud going down the road. You can avoid your retirement plan feeling like one of these game shows, family feud, the price is right, 
smarter than a fifth grader who wants to be a millionaire, uh, where there's so much chance. I mean, that's what makes these games fun, right, is risk and chance, and uh, you can lose it all. Well, we don't want retirement planning to really feel like that. We want it to be a little bit more steady. Again, we're talking about needs, not wants. And when we discuss needs, we want more surety. We want more understanding. And so if you want to talk a little bit more about what that looks like for your financial plan, pick up the phone, give a call to Kevin at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. And just let him know that you want to chat a little bit about your financial plan and have some questions about your retirement and how to do it properly. 888-885-PLAN. Like we talked about, you don't have to have a million, two million dollars to maybe have a successful retirement plan set up. If you've got Social Security, maybe maybe a pension, uh, a small inheritance to work with, and then some savings, sometimes that can be plenty for somebody to retire off of. So the uh, I think there's a common misconception out there too, Kevin, that you, know, you have to be a multimillionaire to even work with a financial advisor. If we were doing a show of common misconceptions, I think that one would certainly... That's a big one, yes. That would be on the list, right? Right. You so. know what the minimum for our office is, Walter? What's that? We have none. Oh, no minimum. All right. No Go minimum. Ahead. No no minimums. That's fantastic. So if you've got questions on your mind, want to talk those out with Kevin, uh, you might be surprised. And I think that's what Kevin has told me the most is people are very surprised that they're in much better shape than they think they're in after they come in for a meeting and truly get that written plan in place. So if you'd like to start that conversation again, give Kevin a call at 888-885-PLAN, 888 888- 885-7526. He's right there in Pinconning, serving the Tri-City area. 888-885-PLAN. All right, more to come on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Thanks for listening. It's getting to know you time. All right, it's time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. Kevin, my question for you this week, how good of a driver are you? Hmm, how honest can you be? With well, yourself? I was, was going to say, no, I got to be careful here, Walter, because in my younger years, well, you know, I was a little bit more aggressive than yeah. than my older years. No, so I drive. It doesn't mean bad necessarily, right? No, no. It reminds me of a story my dad told me. He's, uh, he had a neighbor named Barney. Um, I think his last name was Hager. Yeah, it was Hager. Okay. That's a good and, name, uh, Barney so, Hager. I like that. Barney Hager. So I can tell you the story about him. His nickname was Flip Hager. So that tells you how his driving was, right? Yeah. He's always Flip Hager. He oh, always wow. flipped flip the cars, I guess. It's a great so, nickname. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but uh, as far as driving, I think I'm pretty doggone good because I drive a lot. And I'll, it's nothing for me to drive thirty to 40,000 miles a year. Um, and I'm always on the road. And it's, you know, my brother-in-law says if my, t- my tires aren't humming, I'm not happy. But as I get older, I, I think I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty good. I think I can uh, I can go long distances. I can navigate through towns. I can do all the goodies that you're doing. But I'm most happy when my tires are on dirt, Walter. So I'm nice. I'm out in the woods. That's what that means. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How about you? I, I would say I'm the same. You know, we put uh, about thirty thousand miles on the car this year on the new on the new truck, and yeah. uh, so I'm the same as you. I love driving. We'll we'll go drive two three hours just to do something for an hour and then come back. Um, you know, just because that's kind of how we like to roll. And so I consider myself a very safe driver. Always thought my dad was a very safe driver, and I just learned a lot from him driving and uh, how to keep everybody. I, I take driving responsibility very uh, very important. You know, I take it very seriously. So I was even when I was a kid, uh, sixteen, making sure I would not move the car until everybody in my vehicle was you know seat belted. And so I, I enjoy that responsibility of driving the car, keeping people safe, but having fun too, getting us from point A to point B in a, in a fun way. So I like to have a good time in the car. 
So Connie, on the other hand, she falls asleep about two seconds after we get into the vehicle. <laughs> no matter how long of a trip we're going on, she j- it's just kryptonite for her. She cannot stay awake in the car. So I like to throw pieces of popcorn or cheese balls or something like that uh, in, in, into her mouth when she falls asleep in the car to try and wake her up a little bit. But. Well, here's a story how long I've been driving. When I was probably six or seven years old, I'm sitting on my dad's lap driving home from Gladwin, Michigan. People here know that's about 30 miles, 30, 40 miles to my dad's house. He let me drive constantly. You know, I can't, I couldn't reach the pedals. But by the time I got 16 and took my driver's education uh, course, I went up to the, uh, you know, the place that gives you the exam and I drove a stick shift and they were amazed I could drive a stick shift. So I've been doing a long, long, long time. Nice. Uh, That's great. Yeah, I learned to drive in a truck. And so I think I feel like that was a really good experience learning to drive in a bigger vehicle. Um, just kind of talk, kind of forced you to take things a little slower, maybe than if you were zipping around in a car. And so maybe led to a more relaxed driving style, and then very comfortable parking a bigger vehicle in the you know in parking decks and uh, tight parking lots, that kind of thing. So, so you weren't the kind of driver. So I got this big truck get out of my way then, right? No, I'm more good. I'm more chill than that. Yeah, good. I mean I like to go the speed limit and you know, you know get from point A to point B in an, an efficient manner, but. It's hard to eat chicken wings and drive aggressively, isn't it? Oh, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) You you, you say that like you know I've done that before, and uh, I I would be lying if I said I've never eaten a chicken wing while driving the truck around. (laughs) So that is perfect, my friend. Well done. You you sniffed me out right there. I love it. That's good stuff. So how good of a driver are you? It's got to be honest with ourselves, right? So, But I think I'm on the good side. Of, Of the bad or good, I'm on the good side. So we'll leave it at that. More to come on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Back at it in just a moment. After a while, all that financial noise seems to run together. In 1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of the, anyone, anyone, the Great Depression, passed the, anyone, anyone. It's time for a fresh perspective. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Well, before we wrap things up for the week, want to get in a quick mailbag question from one of our listeners. If you want to submit a question for a future show, you can email Kevin, kevin at insightfolios.com. And Samuel says, I'm 72 and doing pretty well financially, I think. I have several rental properties that provide more income for me than I could ever spend, so I won't ever really be relying on the roughly $1 million in my investments. I guess I'm just not sure how I should be investing my money at this point. Can you give me some direction? Samuel, for you, I'll be thinking about legacy. If you have a $1 million, depending how old you are, I think you said you're 72, and that's going down to your beneficiaries. Do you want that to go down as the most tax-efficient way possible, or do you want Uncle Sam to be a bigger part? So your investing should entail some of that. If you're never going to use that money, you know, I think you would want to leave that legacy somehow that you know it's, it's going to benefit your beneficiaries more than it would Uncle Sam, and that's going to include taxes, tax planning, those types of things. And I have a client that's very similar to you, and what they do now is they started giving – you know, they start gifting their children, their grandchildren, and whoever money now because they like to see they like they get the enjoyment out of it. They get to see what that dollars is, and how it's impacting their life, and those types of things. So that million dollars that you have, and you know how to invest it. You know how we find out, Samuel. 
You come in, we do that simplicity plan, and we're going to project because I think you're going to be surprised what your your million dollars is going to grow to. And then we want to make sure that we invest in such a way that it's the most tax efficient way. So you don't have to pay a lot of taxes going forward if that's possible in, in the legacy portion. We want to leave that to your, your heirs as the tax efficient as we could. I hope that answers your question. If not, come in, give us a call, and I'd be happy to go on with you one-on-one on that, Samuel, and get that simplicity report, and we'll give you some ideas. Again, that number to call to get in touch with Kevin and start that conversation is 888-885-PLAN. That is 888-885-7526. Great way to have a conversation about your financial life, how to improve it, where you need to take it in the days and weeks and months and years ahead. Uh, whether you're approaching retirement or maybe already retired, like uh, you know the question that we answered on today's show, uh, wherever you are along that spectrum, it's great to get a true plan in place so that you can live your retirement life with a little bit more peace of mind and understanding of what's happening in that portfolio of yours. 888-885-PLAN is the number. If you get the voicemail, no big deal. Just leave a quick message. Kevin and the team will follow up with you to set up that time to chat. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. And always online at insightfolios.com. Kevin, appreciate your help today. Enjoy the rest of your trip there in Johnson City. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you back in the Tri-City area soon. Yep, we'll be back next week. All right, sounds good. That's Kevin Ray and Walter Storholt. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you again next week. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.